Grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father and from our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. A Brown University student named Adam had taken a job on campus helping first-year college students move. And one day, a family came to him and looked like they needed a lot of help, so Adam asked the father if he could take some of the bags up to the room. Where are you guys from, Adam asked. We're from California, the father answered. But my wife, Kate, and I have sent all of our kids to East Coast schools. And as they got to the room, and the man's daughter opened the door to her new home for the first time, her dad whipped out a camcorder, and wearing the biggest dad grin, recorded the whole thing. He then turned the camera toward Adam and his friend and asked for some helpful information about the school and about the city. Unrecognized, the man behind the camera was doing what he does professionally. What he's famous for. Adam eventually realized what had happened that day. The kid who helped other kids moved into Brown University now had this to add to his list of jobs, a supporting and speaking role in a home movie shot by Steven Spielberg. Now, if you know who Steven Spielberg is, that's, that's good. If you don't know who Steven Spielberg is, that's even better because today's sermon is all about not recognizing who it is right in front of you. Not recognizing a person working and doing what he does when that person is right in front of you. It might be shocking to think about God's own people and how they would fail to recognize God when he's right in front of them. And it might be shocking that God's own people would fail to recognize when he is working in their lives, doing what God does. But in today's reading from Isaiah, God addresses his people regarding this lack of recognition. Hear you deaf, look you blind, that you may see who is blind but my servant, or deaf is my messenger whom I send. Who is blind as my dedicated one, or as blind as the servant of the Lord? He sees many things but does not observe. His ears are open but he does not hear. What would the people fail to see and hear? In this section of Isaiah, the prophet points to, references, future events. Things that have not happened yet, but will. Including captivity in Babylon, where God's people would remain for 70 years. And Isaiah not only predicts that they'd go into captivity, but he predicts their response. They would not see God's direct involvement in the Babylonian exile, an event that God used to bring about repentance, to bring people back to himself. Although God announced this fact ahead of time through prophets like Isaiah, Jeremiah, Zephaniah, Habakkuk, and Ezekiel, the people did not see God's hand in it at all. So they did not repent, and they did not return to God. But today's Isaiah text in chapter 42 also looks forward to a new beginning, Again, this hadn't happened yet. Israel's return to the promised land under Cyrus, the Persian ruler, who Yahweh reveals is under his direction, under his guidance, is his instrument in chapters 44 and 45. Yet, will the people hear this? Will they see 
His hand working in this glorious restoration. Not without a lot of help. So the Lord resorts to drastic measures to get people's attention. I don't know if you caught it and heard it from Isaiah 42 today, but he says this, For a long time I have held my peace. I have kept still and restrained myself. Now I will cry out like a woman in labor. I will gasp and pant, will lay waste mountains and hills, dry up their vegetation. I will turn the rivers into islands and dry up the pools. When it comes to bringing his people home and giving them a new life, Yahweh describes himself as a mother in labor. Like a mother with her baby, Yahweh will deliver his people and bring them home with no help from them. And it will cause much distress. But again, will God's people recognize this? Will they see? Will they hear? God has a tough job ahead. Who is blind but my servant? Deaf as the messenger whom I send. Blind as my dedicated one. Blind as the servant of the Lord. Sees many things but does not observe. Ears are open but does not hear. Today's gospel lesson, you heard Jesus healing a man born blind. But some of the people, including many of the Pharisees, could not see Jesus as even coming from God. Because Jesus healed on the Sabbath. Now, God's intent for the Sabbath is this. Finding rest in God and his word, but also making time for service to neighbor when it is needed. But the Pharisees and others had made the observance of the Sabbath an idol. The Sabbath had been twisted from a day to find rest in God to instead a work that you have to do for God. See? You were the one at work by not working. (laughs) Instead of gladly receiving God's gifts and God's working through his word so people might have open hearts and eyes, recognizing that God was the one that was watching over them. God was the one granting earthly blessings, heavenly blessings, and faith itself to recognize God's goodness and love for his people. But in today's gospel text, many can only see a man breaking the Sabbath instead of God watching over them, right? Granting earthly blessings, heavenly blessings, and faith itself so that they might recognize God's goodness and love for his people, God's work among them, God's presence among them. Jesus does all these things when he opens the eyes of the man born blind. Christ restores the man's physical sight. And that's wonderful and miraculous. But not only does Jesus perform a physical miracle, he performs a spiritual one as well. He opens the man's heart and mind. By his word, Jesus leads the blind to faith. And as today's gospel narrative moves along, the man born blind progresses in his recognition of Jesus. He first calls Jesus a prophet. He later seems to identify himself as a disciple of Jesus, right? So this man, this Jesus, must be his teacher, his rabbi. As the Pharisees' objections hit a fever pitch, the man born blind becomes an apologist, one who defends Jesus. We know that God does not listen to sinners, he says, but if anyone is a worshiper of God and does his will, God listens to him. 
Never since the world began has it been heard that anyone opened the eyes of a man born blind. And then he says this. He says this. If this man were not from God, he could do nothing. The Pharisees answered the man born blind, you were born in utter sin and you would teach us and they cast him out. Jesus heard that they had cast him out and having found the man born blind, he said, do you believe in the son of man? The man born blind answered, who is he, sir, that I may believe in him? And Jesus said to him, you have seen him. It is he who is speaking with you. He said, Lord, I believe. And then something amazing happens. He worships Jesus. If you're a good Jew, you're a monotheist. There's only one God. There's only one God deserving of your worship. And Jesus, therefore, he recognizes Jesus as God. He's come a long way in his short time, thanks to Jesus and his word. Prophet to teacher to someone from God, then God himself. This man knows and believes more than the Pharisees, yet the spiritual elite will not have it, will not admit it, cannot see it. They are the blind leading the blind. That's the history of God's people right there. The blind leading the blind. God's people are supposed to lead others toward the one true God. But instead, they themselves are blind to His presence, often blind to His presence, and His working. That's the way it goes with us too. There's nothing new under the sun. What happened to the people in Isaiah's day? What happened to the people in Jeremiah's day? What happened to the people in Jesus' day? What happened is what happens to us today. We often fail to recognize God watching over us to grant earthly blessings. We make Sabbath rest about Sabbath duty. And fail to see Jesus working and helping us. Opening our eyes to receive his heavenly blessings and faith itself. That's why we're here. That's why we keep coming. So that things can change. So that God can open our eyes and ears, our hearts and our minds. And he does that through Christ. Where we are blind and deaf to God's ways, Jesus is not. At the beginning of this chapter, you didn't hear the very beginning of chapter 42, God talks about the suffering servant, the one who will come and keep God's ways perfectly. So we already heard about the other servant in chapter 42. Here's the first. Behold my servant whom I uphold, my chosen in whom my soul delights. I have put my spirit upon him. He will bring forth justice to the nations. He will faithfully bring forth justice. He will not grow faint or be discouraged until he has established justice in the earth and the coastlands wait for his teaching. Quite the contrast. Because of Christ's teaching, because of Christ's word, he is the object and subject of our God-given faith. We acknowledge Jesus. Yes, he is a prophet. Yes, he is a teacher. Yes, he has come from God. And yes, he is God himself. We also acknowledge him as our Lord and our Savior, something that the man born blind would more than likely hear about later and come to believe as well. And in this season of Lent, God especially opens our eyes 
to the glorious work of Jesus' passion and what it means for us, right? New chapter, new beginning. But it took a lot of labor, took a lot of crying out, a lot of blood, exhaustion, death. Jesus is not the blind leading the blind. Jesus is God's true servant who opens our eyes and hearts to know God aright and see God working for us, what God is doing for us. We acknowledge that he grants us these things through faith. Once blind, we now see Jesus working in the divine service. Once deaf, we hear Jesus working in the word. We see Jesus in the word and as the word. We see Jesus offering us forgiveness of sins in the sacraments. We hear Jesus offering Himself in the sacraments. Through Christ, God truly keeps His promises that He made in Isaiah 42. Where God's faithful servant, that's Christ, will rescue and lead God's blind and deaf servant, that's you and me. And here's what He says. I will lead the blind in a way that they do not know. In paths they have not known, I will guide them. I will turn the darkness before them into light, the rough places into level ground. These are the things I do. And I do not forsake them. Therefore, hear, you deaf. Look, you blind, that you may see. Amen. And may the peace which surpasses all human understanding guard your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus. Amen.